All right, Corey, we're starting this recording while the Red Wings are currently playing. And for those of you who don't know, we are Detroit everything fans. Um, but real quick, I just want to, I want to get your, your take on something. And so many people out there are going to be like, what are they even talking about? But would you trade Alex DeBrinkett for Connor Bedard straight up right now? Oh man. I, for those of you to give, to give people a little bit of context, just so they can kind of understand what we're talking about. The Lions just traded for this is not something that would actually happen, but I'm just trying to gauge interest. It's just a fun thing to think about. Um, Alex Dabrinkit, the Red Wings just traded for him in the offseason. He is the leading goal scorer and point getter in the NHL. Uh, it's a very young season, only six games in. But Connor Bedard, number one overall pick in this past draft, supposed to be like this generational talent. So just trying to just trying to get Corey's interest here. I think you said it exactly there. Like he's a generational talent and the kid's a child. He's literally eighteen years old and he's out and playing in the NHL right now. You do know that he broke every single one of Connor McDavid's OHL records. Correct. Did you know that his scoring records? I I knew he broke the scoring record. Um, I didn't know about any of the other ones. Well, I just I guess, know he. I know he broke his scoring. I guess record. yes. The scoring record is what I was referring to here. But this guy was scoring at a clip better than literally the best player in the NHL right now. It's projections. It's you know, it's a waiting game. I get that. Very rarely do you see a number one overall pick bust and not live up to their expectations that like is leading up. So like a guy like Aaron Eckblad, he was the consensus number one pick, but he wasn't a generational talent. Connor McDavid, it was like this is a franchise altering player. And what has he done? Nothing but back it up. Uh Similar with uh, Hughes, Luke Hughes. It's like, this guy's going to change your franchise. Very rarely do we see the undisputed number one overall pick bust. And if we are talking generational, um, I'm going to take that guy. I was, I yes, I will. If you if you offer me that trade, yes, I will take it. It, it really makes me sad because I want to say no, because I instantly love Alex Dabrinkit. Of course. But, I don't know. I'd probably say yes. <laughs> you pro- We're but. sitting here. There's going to be some, like, <laughs> hockey, like, Minnesota Golden Gophers fan. And you're like, this is the stupidest question I've ever heard in yeah. my entire life. Yeah. Of course you're going to take that deal. But you know what, Ethan? I- okay. I- oh, go ahead. Or what were you, you going to say? I was just going to say, it- it's, just, it's just hard because... <laughs> It's been so long since the Red Wings have had a player playing like Alex Dabrinkit is right now. So, like, to think about giving that away just kind of, it just hurts really bad. I, it, it's not even real. It's completely yeah, hypothetical, is, but it hurts this is a, to think about. This is a hypothetical question. And you know what, Ethan? I have to tell you something. We are not a hockey podcast. We are a Big Ten football podcast. And if you love Big Ten football, you've come to the right place. Welcome to... Big banter, everybody. And if you haven't already, 
please hit that subscribe button. Hit follow on all the socials. Whichever one tickles your fancy the most, we're on it. And you can follow us and live with the dialogue, the back and forth for the rest of time. And Ethan? And Yes. Uh, listen, folks. I want Here's what I want you to do. I want you to give us a five-star rating, but then... In your five-star rating, I just want you to roast us as hard as you possibly can. Just tell us how awful all three of us are doing, but do it with five stars. And we'll still love you for it. And you know what? If you do it, we'll read it on the podcast. Yeah, you can essentially say kind of whatever you want. Like, as far as, like, these guys, like, share one singular brain cell. But if you rate the pod five stars, then, you know, that's okay. We will we'll talk about it. I'm sure you can come up with something worse than these guys share one brain cell, but correct. I digress. Correct. Ethan, would you like to say something nice to the people? People, thank you for listening. We love you. Let's just dive right into this. Um, I was not on the previous episode that Corey and Alex just gave to you. Um, why don't you give me a little setup there, Corbear, uh, about what you guys kind of went over on that last episode. Let's do a little recap. Action. Of course. So of course we uh, recapped the weekend's games. Um, there was a big, there was a big game out in the East division in case you didn't know it was uh, the battle of the States, Penn state and Ohio state. Uh, so we talked about that. We talked about uh, Iowa again um, and the uh, Cooper DeGene uh, kind of fair catch that got called back. Um, and then we talked about a few of the other games, but I know that's not what you're talking about. We did talk about the Michigan sign-stealing scandal, what exactly that means. Is it of huge importance? Is it not? And what does the Michigan football team do going forward as this ongoing investigation occurs? Ethan, we did not get your perspective on this, but we really want it. And I think the people, the people need it. So, Ethan, can you can you share your thoughts? Um, I don't have like a massively hot take about it. And obviously there's still a ton of stuff that's got to come out, but I, I think I'm at a place right now where I look at it and I think to myself, how much of other than, other than the fact that, you know, this guy who did this, like he's going to get fired or whatever, how much can you prove that like, this for sure helped Michigan uh, win games or, you know, whatever. I, I just don't know how, and I'm not saying it didn't happen. People don't like lose your minds. That's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm more, I'm more talking from a proof perspective because you are allowed to steal signs. That's not against the rules and proving how you did it is a science that I don't think we really have. So I, I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I think it's going to be hard for them to make this anything other than a level three violation. Um, I, I just, it's a low level staffer and, and listen, if they have dots that they can connect to certain things, then sure they can do, you know, this could be a lot worse than what I'm saying. I just am at the point right now where I think you really have a situation where it's going to be very hard 
to prove everything and to prove that like that's how they got signs and they implemented it in xyz situation you know and like giving all of those specific examples and i understand the way that it looks and it probably did happen but that's not the world that we live in we live in a world where you know you're gonna have to have proof so i I just I still am very hesitant to say that like anything major is going to come out of this. So I don't know. That's just kind of where I'm at right now. We'll see what comes out going forward. Obviously Michigan is going to fire this guy or whatever, but I just don't know if it'll be much more than that. That's a fair synopsis. My friend, one or two other questions here. Um, I think one of the things that I've kind of settled with in just chewing on this thing is how this information has been getting out. This is an ongoing investigation, right? And the public is getting information about this investigation almost like daily, like something new. Um, But yet the university is not allowed to comment on it. The coaches aren't allowed to comment on it. Does this happen all the time for an investigation of of this stature? Like information just keeps flooding out like this and then the court of public opinion gets gets to ride it wherever they ride it. Yeah. Yeah. I think unfortunately, yeah, that's, that's the case in a lot of these types of things. And, you know, it's probably the NCA leaking it in some way, shape or form, or I don't know, something to that effect, but it, it's just, I find it uh, and it sucks because I really wish we could hear, not that he would give us anything, substantial but i wish we could hear from jim harbaugh other than you know him being like i deny it and i can't say anything about it blah 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 you know i don't know it's just it's tough for me uh to really have strong feelings about it until everything kind of comes out um and to be honest with you there is a part of me that also is just like at that level, change your signs, I guess. Like, I, I I don't particularly care. Um, And I, I know that's probably not what a lot of people want to hear, but it doesn't bother me on a personal level. So I know for, like, for Alex, uh, specifically, I've talked to him about it. And, you know, for him, it's like, it really bothers him. And I'm sorry for him about that, I guess, but it doesn't really bother me. And like the Michigan, if Michigan were to win a national championship and then three years down the road, they say, oh no, we finally decided what we're going to do about this. Cause that's what the NCAA does. They take forever. And you know, that's kind of what they do. Is like, oh, well, no, you're vacating those wins. Well, okay. (laughs) You're not going to take away the feeling I had of winning a national championship or the rings that they gave out or the parade or anything like that. Like, that's not going anywhere. So, I don't know. It really doesn't matter to me in the long run, I suppose. But for some people, it does. So, I I don't know. I, I just feel in a weird 
place about it because I feel like I care so much less than a lot of people do. Yeah, I think that's that's a fair point. And I think what we're all coming to the consensus here is we need the we need all the dust to settle. We need all the information to come out before anybody can feel any certain type of way about this. And that is not coming this year, folks. Doesn't matter how many leaks happen. It, uh, the final decision of all of the information will not be happening this year. So what can you do? You go out and you play football. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing this weekend with the Big Ten. And that's exactly what we're leading into and what everybody is waiting for here. And of course, it is the Big Banter Certified USDA Beef picks lock lockopotamus lock. as we like to call them have we ever called them that once before <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm calling them that now uh one one real quick note on um you know the betting front and all of that obviously ohio state taking care of penn state last week uh the only thing that i can say about that game because i, I didn't really get to you know chime in on that a whole ton last week. Um, so I'll just offer you this tidbit. Michigan, for future odds, they were a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against Penn State in look-ahead. Um, they were favored by two-and-a-half, and they were favored by five-and-a-half against Ohio State at home for the last game of the season. After that game took place, and after Michigan's game, on Saturday, Michigan moved to a five and a half point favorite on the road against Penn State and a six and a half point favorite at home against Ohio State. So that that should tell you how Vegas feels about what they saw on Saturday. Um, Michigan became a heavier favorite against both opponents. That normally never happens. Normally it's they would become a bigger favorite against one and a smaller favorite against the other or the other team would become a favorite against them. Something to that effect. Michigan became a larger favorite against both of those opponents. So um, I don't have to tell you that I didn't like the way that either of those teams looked because people will just cry. He's a Michigan fan. Um, So I figured I'd bring that to the table instead because I was very unimpressed by both teams. It was me and you kind of talked about it, and it it was very much a rock fight that game. Uh, so <laughs> that's kind of where we're at right now. And Michigan still your odds-on favorite. If you look at the numbers, they are the odds-on favorite to win the national championship. So, and we thought rock fights were reserved for just the Big Ten West, but little did we know. Oh, poor Iowa! <laughs> poor Iowa! Poor <laughs> I mean, poor Iowa! Not, they put this not, on themselves. No. Poor Iowa fans. Mm, I apologize. Yes. Not poor Iowa. That is what I meant to say. I, I I take that back. Poor Iowa fans. If you're an Iowa fan and you listen to this podcast, we love you. Come come get a hug. Okay? We'll give you a hug. We uh, You can bring us Cade McNamara's cast. We'll sign it. You know, big banter. <laughs> we love you guys. Oh, my gosh. I don't think you get a cast for an ACL injury. It, it's a figure. And, you know, it was just... Figure your joke stinks because it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, Ethan, would you like to lead us in the picks 
sir? Or should we give should we give the people the update of who truly is the king of of sports so. betting on this podcast? Why why not, Ethan? I think I think you have the information there. I I don't have the updated information right in front of my face. Oh wait. Uh all right, people. Look, it wasn't a great day, for, or it wasn't a great weekend for your boy. We'll we'll say that. Um, I'm I'm scrolling back in our text thread right now, trying to find. Oh, there it is. Ugh, gross. So, you and Alex are tied at the very tippity top, forty-one and thirty-two. Against the spread, people. This is all against the spread. We don't just pick the winner of the game. We're not college game day, okay? And I am 40 and 33. So I'm one game behind the two of you. No worries. No panic. No panic. We're good. We're chill. Listen, We're chill. I'm just happy that I've been able to climb this mountain from the depths of despair to now at the top. Not necessarily alone at the top, but I'm there. I'm chilling. You honestly, your insight and the way you have picked games this year compared to last, it's like it, there has been a renaissance for you, my friend. It's It's been spectacular. Listen, no more giving you kudos, okay? Let's get right into this. Yeah, get that smile off your face. He's cheesing from ear to ear, people. No. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start you off with a game. It, it You could argue that this is the second best game on the Big Ten slate this weekend, which is really sad, but it's where we're starting. Purdue headed to Nebraska. Nebraska as a two and a half point favorite right now. What say you, Corey? You know, this really hurts because everybody and their mom knows that I love Purdue. Um, But Ever since I started picking games against them, uh, things have gone very well for me. I think Nebraska is a team that's finally been able to figure some things out. They did not cover uh, a relatively large spread against Northwestern last week, um, but they do have the benefit of playing at home once again in front of those very faithful uh, Nebraska Cornhusker fans. And I did not know this. They have the record for most consecutive sellouts. It was like 390. Two, it'll be 393 this uh, this weekend. Um, Purdue. Every week you look at that place, it is packed. It's jam-packed, full of just red and white T-shirts. And, you know, they're begging for a winner. And they're playing some pretty decent football. Um, Nebraska has uh, the coaching advantage in this game. Nebraska has the home field advantage. And a two-and-a-half-point spread against a what we think is a fairly inferior Big Ten opponent. Um, I, I, I feel comfortable in taking Nebraska. I'm, I'm not going to lose much sleep over that. So give me Nebraska to cover this spread. Uh, you look at the spread, it feels so easy to take Nebraska, which is exactly why I'm going to take Purdue, plus the points. I, I just I look at this, I'm like, they're going on the road and they're only getting two and a half points. Okay, I just trust Vegas. I just put blind trust in them in situations like this. It feels like an easy Nebraska spot here. Feels like it should be an easy pick for them to win. And I do still think that they will. 
but maybe it's like a one point game, two point game. I'm going to take Purdue to, I'm going to take Purdue to cover. It feels so wrong that it feels right. All right, next game. Let's just, let's just keep rolling. Oh, you know what? Our good friend Alex sent us his picks. Shall we give them to the people? Or is he not I, I worth think it? we shall give them to the people. Oh, okay. Oh, we're leaving you on an island. I for sure thought that I would be on an island for this one. He is taking Purdue plus the points. He's been look at Alex stepping okay, the big boy but he has incorrectly picked Purdue all year, and I don't think that's going to change. Yikes! Maybe I should hop off that bandwagon. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was like the spoiler makers blah, 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 against Ohio State, and then they went. Yeah. So. Yeah, and he posted it all over our social media. No wonder we have no followers. Thanks a lot, Alex. You and your trash takes. <laughs> Goodness gracious! All right, M- moving along. He's also on Purdue plus two and a half. I feel terrible about it now. All right, let's move out to a blowout scenario here. And Vegas is just asking you, how much is it going to happen by Penn State at home hosting Indiana? They are 32-point favorites coming off that devastating loss to Ohio State where Drew Allard looked like he was, um, well, looks like he got hit with a rock in the head before that game started because I don't think he knew which guys were his throwing that football around. Um, Corey, 32 and a half. Do you want me to go right back to you to start this one? Or you want me to grab? No, you should grab it. I can't go first every time. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, For me, this is just one of those spots where it feels like a get right spot for Penn state. Um, they've been a really dominant team against bad teams. They've been really dominant against the spread against bad teams. Uh, I'm going to trust that that, that trend continues and they, rebound here after a devastating game against Ohio State. I think they get up for this game, maybe even pitch a shutout. I will take Penn State to cover the 32 and a half. Or, I'm sorry, it's 32 straight up. I I think this is going to be, uh, I'm just looking into the future, uh, a big a big banter super lock uh, because you said it you know, perfectly. This is a get-right game, and I think Penn State's going to try to earn some respect back, um, and you earn some respect by absolutely blowing out some inferior competition. This Indiana team is lost. They need to move on from Tom Allen. They need to do it now and try to figure out something, you know, to salvage the season. I have to stop you. I have to stop you real quick. I apologize. The line where we're doing this live, people, we, we do this live. I think this is the second time that this has ever happened. The line just moved on this game. Uh, early week movement. It'll probably be a completely different number by the time you guys are listening to this. Uh, But the line just moved. It went to 31 and a half. So got actually bet down in my favor a little bit. So I will take them at minus 31 and a half. Are they listening? Is is Vegas, does Vegas have uh, somebody at the 40 right now? Listen, with how good our, with how good our picks are, they probably should. Do we have to change up our signals? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Vegas, Vegas, those are signals, no. bro. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, uh, Ohio State uh, will cover against Rutgers in this in this game. Wink, wink, wink. Uh, no, I'm I'm not I'm not second guessing it. Give me give me Penn State. <laughs> all right, it is going to be a big banter super lock. Alex is all also taking them. 
minus 31 and a half. So we are all jumping on that. <clears throat> We're locking in at that number because it's better than 32. So we love it. All right, moving right along. Let, let's just let's just get this game out of the way because goodness gracious. Is anyone going to watch it? Probably not. Well, I don't know. Minnesota, I guess, kind of has a, a shot at winning the West now, but so does everyone in the West. I don't know. I don't know how to look at this anymore. Minnesota at home hosting Michigan State. I I really like the under in this game. It's 39 and a half. Neither one of these offenses can move the ball efficiently. You have seen that time and time again. But both of these defenses are also actually I trust Minnesota's defense more than I do Michigan State's. Um I'll go first and then I will give you Alex's pick for this game, and then you can go last year. This is a real tough one for me because I do think that this is going to be a low-scoring game. But I like what Minnesota is doing right now. It feels like they've kind of got a little bit of a rhythm going. They just played an absolutely outstanding defense in Iowa. I know. We all know Iowa's defense is really good. But I, I just like the way that P.J. Fleck has had them playing the last couple of weeks, and especially coming off a big rivalry win like that. This is those situations where it seems like they tend to have those letdowns. I, man, I, I just, I want to trust them so bad. And that number feels like you've got to, right? Like you've got to take Minnesota here, which is why I'm going to take Michigan State plus the seven points. I think Minnesota wins, but I think Michigan State keeps this game close coming off a blowout loss. Uh, Minnesota coming out off of their biggest win of the season, super emotional game, big rivalry game against Iowa. I'm going to take Michigan State plus the seven here in this spot. Real quick before we get to you, Mr. Gets all the picks correct. Um, Alex, excuse me. Alex is also going with MSU plus the points in this one. So he is going to take MSU plus the points as well. What say you? Are you going to make this another super lock, or are you going to go with the Golden Gophers? I'm very torn um, because you said it again. This is the exact same thing that happened to Minnesota last year. They won a very emotional rivalry game, and then they played Purdue. And in head-scratching fashion, they completely forget how to play the game of football. And this was at home as well. Um Guys, I just I, I just don't see it out of Michigan State. I know they got some talented players um, on that team, but now you have a Minnesota team with something to play for, and you have a Michigan State team that is desperately trying to get to the end of this season so that they can regroup and then you know recalibrate for something new at the end of the year. I, man, I, I just. This is so hard. I want to say a push in this game. I'm going to go Minnesota. I, I, I'm good. Now this is where I'm going to get risky. This is where I'm going to have to try to gain some games on you guys. I, I just can't trust Michigan State to do anything on a football field right now, and that includes covering spreads. I, 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 I have a confession to make. Yes. You've swayed me. Oh. <laughs> My man, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State's given up on this season, and those those players they looked so dejected at the end of that game. 
uh, against Michigan, you've already got people announcing that they're going to transfer. Their best player, their best defensive player, has already said that he's going to transfer. I, you know what? Forget it. I, I'm I'm going to toss logic to the wayside for this one game, and I'm going to go with the Golden Gophers. I'm going to hate the fact that I did that. Michigan State's for sure covering now. But it just seems like they've given up. And like you said, Minnesota has something to play for. Can I, 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 every time, every time I pick Minnesota, they never But this is, this is This is a game for P.J. Fleck that you have to win if you want to keep your job at Minnesota. This is, this is going to be the bookmark game. Okay, you got the rivalry emotional game out of the way to put yourself back into the race. What are you going to do with this now? Are you going to go out and show people like, hey, we are a legitimate contender for this division, or are you going to fold? If the boat needed to be rowed at any time in Minnesota, (laughs) it is right here, right now. They got to do this. Right now. You're you're 100% right. And, And you know what? You persuaded me. Your your speech there, you persuaded me. And, and the biggest, honestly, for me, the biggest thing is the fact that I think Michigan State has largely given up. They have no prayer of reaching a bowl game anymore. They just lost their Super Bowl of the season 49 to nothing. And, and that's not a mockery of Michigan State or anything like that. It's just the fact that that was the last game on their schedule that really meant something to them. So... I think that I think they've kind of thrown in the towel uh, for lack of a better term. <clears throat> All right. Turning it over. Did we already pick Maryland? No, we have not picked Maryland Northwestern. We have not. Um, unfortunately, we have oh. to because we pick all the big 10. Really? Games. <laughs> I don't um, want to. <laughs> Maryland traveling to Northwestern, currently a 13 and a half point favorite. Uh, Northwestern's been keeping games close. Maryland just, excuse me, I had to sneeze there for a second. Maryland just seems like they can't get out of their own way. Uh, this, This is a really tough one. I want so badly to take Maryland here in like a get right spot. Oh, Northwestern is just, they're just not good, but they're, they're pesky. They're just pesky, and they just seem like a team that stays close in these games. I'm going to say I'm going to trust Northwestern to do it one more time here. I'm going to trust them to keep this game close, and I think Maryland wins, but I think Maryland wins by 10. Touchdown and a field goal. Northwestern keeps it close. They keep it grimy. They make every game grimy. That's kind of how they have to play. I think they keep this one close. Maryland wins, but they don't cover the 13 and a half. <clears throat> See, Ethan, you've done something now. Now that I've swayed you on a pick, we are we are connected. We're locked in on the mind right here, right now. Northwestern had a lot of off-the-field things at the beginning of the year uh, and looked very bad. But now that as they're distancing themselves from that story – they're beginning to play some better football. I think it was, I think all of us picked Nebraska last week, correct, to cover against uh, Northwestern at home. And Northwestern, for whatever reason, was able to keep that game close. Now they get it. They just yuck it they, up. They yuck the game they, up. 
that is exactly what they do. And now they have the benefit of playing at home, and they always get one of these games where they figure it out. And I guess maybe it was against Minnesota. Um, but they're they're getting back to their MO where it's like, oh, gosh, we got to go play Northwestern. Like, you know, it's just not a fun game to play. Um, we were really high on Maryland. We're not so high on them anymore because we saw what they could have done with expectations. And what they do with expectations is they throw them out the window and say, don't give us expectations ever again because we are going to be a letdown. Um, so I'm going to go with those boats, the, the two trending teams, Maryland trending down, Northwestern trending a little bit up. Uh, and in that case, I will take the home team. Alex also going with Northwestern plus the 13 and a half here. That so is, we are going to make that a big banter. Super that is the most listen. disgusting super lock we have super ever lock. had on the show. Yeah, it really is. But here's the thing, people. There's a reason all Vegas has got all those shiny lights. They want you to take a team like Maryland. Oh, Maryland's so much better than Northwestern. They're for sure going to beat them by more than two touchdowns. And then you're like, how did I lose all my money? Well, now you know. Northwestern plus the points. There. At you least go. we won't be losing right, games moving... on, on that game. That's, that's what I'm caring about. Yeah, exactly. Right exactly. All right. Biggest game of the week in the Big Ten, bar none, Ohio State travels to Wisconsin to play Luke Fickle and, and the Badgers. In Wisconsin, Ohio State coming off a very big win, uh, albeit not the shiniest of wins, but a win nonetheless, a huge home win against Penn State. Wisconsin is catching 14 and a half in this game at home Corey, what say you make me go first in this game oh wisconsin has been i think the hardest team for us to pick this year in in the big 10 just because you want them to be better than they actually are and then the lines that they're given make them think that they are way better or way worse than they are in that particular week. It doesn't really make any sense. They are all over the board um, with this. How risky am I going to be this week? I feel like I've been pretty risky. Um, oh, gosh. Is is there something to be said of Luke Fickle knowing that program? I mean, because he was – I mean, he was the, the in-between uh, – uh, for what's his face, Trestle and Urban Meyer, um, I would like to think that some similar things have been in place and haven't changed since he's been there. Uh, I don't think so. Well, who <laughs> who who knows? But but I oh gosh, I ha- I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm I'm trying to talk myself out of it, but. Until Wisconsin proves it to me that they can that they can hang in there with some of the big boys, uh, fourteen and a half is so. Uh, uh, you know what? No, nope, nope, nope. I'm wiping my hands clean. <clears throat> Long pause for dramatic effect. Nope. Give me Ohio State. Give me Ohio State. Fourteen and a half, and I'm not going to think about it. Okay. All right. Um, Alex is also taking Ohio State minus 14 and a half, and I appreciate the free win from both of you. I am going to take 
the home dog here in a Big Ten game, catching two plus touchdowns. They can lose by two touchdowns and I still win in Wisconsin. Yes, please. Braylon Allen, Braylon Allen, Braylon Allen. That man needs to touch the football 30 times in this football game. They have no quarterback play. It it has to be a a ground and pound attack where you just trust your best player to go out there and get the work done. That is exactly what they need in this game. You're giving me two touchdowns. If I lose by two touchdowns, I still win. I'm absolutely going to take it. Give me Wisconsin. Give me those points. I'm going to gobble them up. This is a different situation than last week. Last week, Ohio State was at home. I thought Penn State was the better team going into that game. They are not. Ohio State is better than Penn State. This is one of those situations where you're coming off a huge emotional victory. I'm taking the home dog 100% here. Do I think Ohio State wins? Yeah, absolutely I do. Do I think they cover two touchdowns plus? No. I do not. So I am going to go with the home dog in this situation. Give me Wisconsin all day here. I absolutely love it. Listen, that's it. That's all the picks. That's all there is. What, what do you have to say for yourself? I mean, you just gave me a free win there. I don't feel good about it. I don't even I, – I, yikes. That would be a game that I wouldn't want to – the classic, the uh, trademarked uh, – wouldn't touch this game with a ten foot pole. I, you just you just don't know. Does Wisconsin figure it out? Does Ohio State you know finally come down to earth a little bit? I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't feel good about that game at all. I wish I had the coin, but I don't, and I'm not going back. My my lo- my lock of the week, by the way, and then you can give yours. My lock of the week: Northwestern plus thirteen and a half against Maryland. Wow! I took it. Full sickle. This Full guy. For you. This guy. You know what? Uh, I will. I'll. I'll. I'll take Minnesota as my lock of the week. I think. I feel pretty good about that. I think this is that. Okay. That was the game that I had my strongest analysis on, and you know, I would be. I would be shocked <coughs> if Minnesota doesn't win that game by ten points. Shocked. You, I love got, it. I absolutely. You got love any it. out of market games for us, sir? I mean, you know, I I may, I may if you if you'd like oh, them. I, now, I, listen, I, I want I want all the picks. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna gobble them up. Num 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 num. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. I'm I'm gonna, we're gonna have to get these over to Alex. We'll get we'll get his take on it. Um, so uh, let's just let's just go straight to the SEC. Georgia traveling to the swamp to play the Gators on the road. Brock Bowerless. Uh, Florida is catching 14 at home against Georgia. And you know what? Just because I love you so much, I'm going to let you go first. Florida. I will take Florida plus the points as well. Wow, I was I was not expecting that. I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to go no, Georgia. I, I, but no, yeah, home home dog SEC catching two touchdowns. Swamp. Georgia's not the same without yeah in the swamp. Georgia's not the same without Brock Bowers. Um, Florida's going to rely heavily on the run in this game. 
I I I agree with you. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna you take know Florida. What? Do you um, know what? Yeah. Do do I do I dare say? First loss half, of the season. Half your half your unit. Oh my! Sprinkle it on the spread, and, and then sprinkle the other half. Yeah, let's go. On the, Listen, on, plus four fifty on the money line. Plus four fifty on the money could line. be trendy. So, could be trendy, bro. Could be trendy. All right, I'm only going to give you two because this week's slate isn't that great. That rhymes. <clears throat> Oregon tra- traveling to Utah. Utah coming off the huge win over USC. Last second win. They get to play this game at home. Oregon minus six and a half on the road at Utah. I, I I just feel like this is a letdown spot for Utah. They always beat USC. Also, USC is just not good. So I'm going to go with Oregon. Oregon's, I believe Oregon is the much better team in this situation. I trust them to cover one touchdown. Road bone Knicks don't let me down. Mm, I, I was, I was tantalizing some analysis because Utah tough team and that quarterback that they got Cam Risen hasn't played all year and this guy that basically from what I was hearing because I was watching that USC game uh, as well this guy was some sort of walk-on third string and he he got that dog in him he plays some nitty gritty football oh goodness I don't feel good about any of these picks. Let's just let's just throw that out there right now. Um, give me Utah, being tough. Wow. I don't I don't think what? I don't think Utah what? is going to win this game because I think Oregon still has a lot to play for. But I think U- Utah yeah. keeps every game they. <laughs> I mean, so does Utah. Well, they do, yes. But Utah keeps every single game they play in. Yeah. Incredibly close, yeah, and that's agreed. because their defense is probably yeah, the toughest listen, in, the, I... in the Pac-12. I don't disagree with you, and I don't hate you for the pick, for sure. I, I just think this is a spot where they're coming off a super emotional game against USC. I, I just, I'm, I'm going to trust Oregon to, to get it done in this spot. Listen, people, those are the picks. Bet carefully, bet wisely. Um, we really appreciate you listening. That's all I got to say to you. We already gave you the show, socials. Check those out. Um, Corey, anything to say to the people before we sign off? No, he's shaking it. Oh, oh grab oh, grab your uh, ice cold beverage of choice for this weekend. Sit down and enjoy a uh, Michiganless uh, college football slate. Um, and you know what? Just have a blast. As Ethan said, please gamble responsibly, but also enjoy responsibly as well. Have some fun. This is all college football is a blast. Okay, so ha- have fun with it. Don't right. be dreading every weekend. <laughs> That's right. You you tell them. All right, folks. We love you. We appreciate you listening. We will be back next week. As always, stay tuned for more Big Banter. Peace.